Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In accordance with government guidelines, as we ease our way out of lockdown, we're working to government restrictions to ensure the safety of our team and our guests, which means that this episode has been recorded remotely. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks well-known friends three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And this week, I'm joined by a couple who've been keeping us glued to our screens as we watch them glued to their screens on Celebrity Gogglebox. She is one of my oldest friends. We're going all the way back to the 90s. And he's a man who has literally dug me out of a ditch, who spent almost 30 years working in the city with a proper job. I say that because I've asked her to qualify what it is that he does for a living and she just says, it's a proper job. So we'll go with that. She went to school with the likes of Emma Bunton, Nick, Nat and Mel from All Saints and Samantha Womack before embarking on a career that saw her break into TV as the host of The Big Breakfast with Johnny Vaughan before taking the West End and then Broadway by storm with Chicago and then her one-woman shows Tell Me on a Sunday and Some Girl I Used to Know. She's also been a talent show judge, a Strictly finalist, she's released albums, she was the fox on last year's Mouse Singer. She's been in films and hit TV shows. In fact, most recently, she was seen in Neighbours on the other side of the planet. So today, I'm dialing them up at the home they share with her daughter, Betsy, in Essex, which regular viewers of Gogglebox will know only too well. So let's pop our cork, shall we? The Denise Van Outen and Eddie Boxall. How are the two of you and how's your lockdown been? Actually, it's been all right. She seemed a little bit hesitant when she said that. She looked at me first and smiled and said, I was going to gauge it. It feels long now. It feels like the first, I think the first month it felt very strange. Then the second month kind of loved it. Then by month three, I was over it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I concur. Who's been doing what around the house? Because obviously, you've got Betsy at home as well. So there's homeschooling. You've been goggle boxing. How's, how's, how's it all working? Uh, Betsy's been very good at making a mess. <laughs> She's been quite focused with the homeschool, which I was pleasantly surprised at. She has done it because I think she's kind of... Had what... me behind her. 
potent of a cattle prod. <laughs> no, he's helped with the maths. I couldn't do the maths at all. It was useless. Um, no, she wanted to do it because I think she found, again, being an only child, that her days were very long and quite empty because there's only so much playing you can do. Yeah. So she actually embraced the homeschooling, which was good. It's just that I was a bit of a fail because I'm half it I can't do. So I just keep going, Eddie! Half? Half? half. <laughs> The maths, so, especially. The maths, um, then, I'm, I'm with you. I've really, oh, it makes you realise how stupid you are. Oh, when I you cannot. Can't. I mean, Ben's 12, and I'm lost on so much of his work. It's ridiculous. Well, he's more advanced. My, <laughs> Betsy was nine. Well, Betsy comes to me, actually. <laughs> I Be- couldn't do it. Betsy comes to me the other day, but with, this, with the um, square root. Yeah. Of, and, and I've done it at school, but I just went, yeah, come on, no problem. And I sat and read it, and I thought, oh, no. I forgot. And she, she was sitting there looking at me as if to say, well, come on then, teach me. You forget, And then don't I had to go to Google and work out what, uh, square numbers. And but, uh, So basically, there were two of us that learned something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the home school's been fine. I've been doing all the cleaning and Eddie's been doing all the cooking. I've been doing... Is that it? Just the cooking? Yeah. Well, that is what you've done, just the cooking. Oh, I've been doing a lot of blue jobs around the house. He hasn't. Well. So he was supposed to cut the grass, but he hasn't cut the grass because uh, he said... What did I spend two, three days Oh, no, me? he did trim the hedges. See, see what she forgets? <laughs> she literally just forgets everything I do. He did the hedges. it hasn't cut the grass. Keep saying he's got a bad back. Oh, dear. I've got a bad back from doing all the other jobs around the house I can't do anymore, but anyway. It's yeah. fine. It's been all right, but we miss seeing people and we miss going out. And I know oh, even yeah. though the lockdown's eased up, it's still not the same, is it? I mean, we've got a first visit to a pub soon with friends outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sound effect, Hensley. Uh, which we're really excited about, but again, it's going to be very a very strange experience, I'm sure. It's odd, isn't it? It's just the yeah. weirdest and weirdest of times. Is there anything you won't change when you come out of lockdown that you've loved about this new way of living? Yeah, I think we've explored where we live a bit more, which has been really nice because we've we've lived here just done like two years, haven't we, when we moved in two yeah. years ago. So we've explored it and it's been really nice. We've got to know our neighbours. So I think we'll continue to be more polite and social with our neighbours. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, not loving stones. No, I'm joking. Um, no, so that's been, been really, really nice. And then going for like bike rides and... But you say all of this. It's a bit like when I did Strictly and everybody said, are you going to dance afterwards? And I did it eight years ago and I've never done a dance since from Strictly. Can I just say something? I've been with her six years and for the first two years that we were dating, we never stopped dancing in the kitchen. Yeah, but I wasn't doing my Strictly dancing. Yes, you was. No, I wasn't. You was trying to teach me. Yeah, but not, that was Samba, but I've never done the, like, the ballroom and stuff. I'd say the one thing I have got back into, and I haven't done it since we last did it together, was cycling. Yeah. Because the last, like, when we did, so we went on a massive charity bike ride that you organised in honour of, in memory of, of our lovely friend Nikki Waterman to Kerala. And that was probably the most physically challenging thing I've ever done. It was so- brutal. It was hard. Oh. Eddie was found it a lot easier than us, let's face it. <laughs> you did. I didn't find it easy at all because I was rallying around trying to push other people up the hills while cycling at the same time. So it wasn't... Uh... No, you do, but you're a lot fitter. And, oh. you know, it was really hard. It was Harder hard. than I ever imagined it would be, that's for sure. Though we did the equivalent of Snowdonia every day for five days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Mad. insane. Insane. In- in that heat, and Eddie, you were brilliant. I kept falling off my bike. You just picked me up, put me back on again. My saddle would come off. Um, you would just put the saddle back on. You were you were Mr. Can Do. And Mate, me and Denise were right at the back of the pack just going, 
I'm fucking, fucking, fucking. There was a lot of um, X-rated language going yeah. on. Normally, every time that I sort of drove, um, sorry, rode back to the to the back to say, is everyone all right? Like, Denise, you okay? Oh, Go away from me. But there's nothing Go worse than when it's your other half and they <laughs> try and help you when you're literally just absolutely sweating and cursing and trying to get up a hill. But listen, this takes me nicely into my first question because I've loved watching you two on Gogglebox and having spent time, especially that trip to Kerala, I've, I've seen the chemistry at play and now the nation's getting to see it. But what we've just talked through really is is you two to a T, like, uh, you know, the things that really rub you up the wrong way about each other, like Eddie eating crisps and then I'm with you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse. And so you can eat them quietly into the back of your <laughs> exactly. mouth. Yeah. Right. I was so, as you were saying that on Gogglebox, I'm nodding furiously. I'm going to text you. I'm going to say, correct. There's an etiquette. <laughs> but I wanted to know what else about one another, especially now that you're, you know, you've lived so closely in, in quarantine with one another. What else really really annoys you about the other person. Right, I'll start with this one. Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with this one. Eddie, and it really infuriates me. So we have got in our bathroom a towel rail, which is heated. So if you're having a shower or anything, it's common sense, isn't it? You just put your wet towel on a towel rail. That's why it's called a towel yeah, heated rail. to dry right? it. Eddie doesn't, he will find a door any door somewhere uh, in the house and not even hang it just on the back of the door where there are hooks over the door it dries quicker no it saying. doesn't it's just and i'll walk around this house and there's just towels everywhere it dries quicker really annoying let's get one more time it dries quicker no it doesn't dry quicker okay. so that really irritates me and also beard trim i find everywhere what do you want me to do i can't read Hoover him up! I actually bought a handheld Hoover. Have you noticed that in the bedroom? Can I just say something? I actually bought a clipper that's got a special Hoover on it and it sucks the hair up because you get going on and on and on. So now I've got one that's got a built-in Hoover on it. So that annoys Just so me. literally, I don't get none of that. Right, go on, your turn go then. My, my yeah. turn? Yeah. That really annoys me. I, yeah, I'll tell you what, first of all, what really annoys me is whenever she makes a cup of tea... Yeah, go on. What happens? Oh. Or, no, if I boil a, actually, I boil a kettle because I'm making myself a cup of tea, but she's not in the room yet. I haven't even got around to get my cup out. She just walks straight and see the kettle boiling and go, oh, I'll have a cup of tea. Walks to the cupboard, makes herself a cup of tea. I'm sitting down, I'm sitting there looking, thinking, she'll ask me in a minute. Because you can see that I've boiled the kettle. It's not her. She's just been, she's been out of the room for 15 minutes. She's walked into a boiling kettle, goes to the cupboard, gets a cup out, one tea bag, one mug, two mugs, I'm one of them. Make yourself a cup of tea. And I go, any danger? And she goes, what? Oh, you want a cup of tea, do you? And I'm like, it was me that was boiling the kettle. So that's number one. But this is, can I just say, Kate, when I met him, he told me he didn't like tea and he doesn't drink tea. You've got no choice now. You drink about 50 No, I know, but now all of a sudden you drink tea. She, so that's your fault. At least you drink more tea than a bricklayer. Oh, I kid you not. Well, <laughs> oh, God, how long you got? Well, not that long, because you uh, take too long to explain yourself. Um, sorry, um, other things that annoy me. <laughs> Another, Another thing that really annoys me, it takes forever to tell a story. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? I just think, just get the point out. So the point He's is... He's like an old person. There's loads of things... You know, like when I ring my mum and I just go... annoy. Wait. This annoys me, her speaking over the top of me. So that's number two. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go back to the bike thing of not listening at all as well. We're not doing this. She's not advised. Number three. That's it. Just not listening generally. They're talking over the top of me. What did you say? You heard. 
<laughs> okay, so that, that, that's just a couple of things. But fundamentally... We love each other. <laughs> but you really piss, just piss each other off. <laughs> but I do think it's quite normal, isn't it? I mean... Oh, God, yeah. Like the thing is, I speak to a lot of my friends, and especially with... Um, like, if you're your partner, you can't have your partner trying to teach you to do something. All my mates say, say the same thing. That, you know, even when we play golf, somebody else can come over and give me advice, and I'll take their advice. But if Eddie comes over, I just think, go away. I feel like my blood boiling before he even gets close to me. Well, I, shouldn't really, I shouldn't really be telling her to play golf, because I'm absolutely crap at it myself. But there you go. I'm a bloke, right? So and she is really good. She is, she is, she is really good. I'm a bloke, and most blokes, just that's what they do. They think they know everything, don't they, blokes? Yeah, you do. You yeah, don't. I know. But we sort of do and we don't. We don't. So listen, the next thing, well, Den and I were talking, Eddie, um, when we were talking about doing this, and she came up with this as an idea, and I thought it was great. So what I've asked her to do is run through all of the photos on her phone and find Instagram images that you've posted of the two of you, but let's find the reality of the, the story that it, it doesn't tell. So Instagram versus reality, three pictures that look like you two are probably love's young dream, but actually the backstory behind the picture is really quite different. And um, for those listening along on this podcast, all you need to do is check our Instagram and we'll have those pictures up. But but the two of them are going to describe now three images and the story that sits behind them. So image number one, Den. Okay, so image number one is a skiing holiday to teen in France. So there you go. Skiing. Yeah, so we're skiing. Nice. As you can see, we've, you've got your helmet. Yeah, we're on. both looking into each other's eyes, like she, love's young dream. She's got all the gear. Yeah, and go on, Ed, no idea. No idea. Well, I can't ski. But the thing about the photo is, in this, you would look at that and you'd look at all the rest of our holiday pictures and think, oh, they look like they've had the best time, they're so in love. The truth is, really, in that picture, we were I, I wanted to nut him. She was nutting me, just I was lucky enough to have my crash helmet on. What I'm actually saying through my team, wouldn't you like to know? Because I'll tell you what happened, and this happens on a lot of trips that we go on, Kate. Eddie's one of those people that likes to talk to everyone. Like, wherever you go, he makes a friend. And we arrived... Yeah, you are very personable, Ed. Thank you me. really are. You can, you, you can win a room over in 30 seconds. Annoyingly that. so. Yeah, right, yeah, so here we, we go. Right, so we got to this resort, and we'd only had... We'd had a bit of a nightmare trip to get there. We were only having, like, three, four days at the ski resort. Something like that, It yeah. was really a really short trip. So, had the most lovely time... Eddie has since sort of befriended the manager of our hotel, who'd taken a bit of a shine to Eddie in more ways than one, I think. And he was like, <laughs> literally sort of bringing drinks to our room and, you know, just sitting in the bar and we chatting with him. He was a really lovely fella. She went moaning about when she was getting all of the drinks brought to the room, I tell you. No, I like that part. <laughs> but, um, but then on the last night, which is the night before this picture was taken, uh, which was a, the following day was going to be our last day going out for a ski or rather me just sitting watching Eddie ski because I can't ski very well but we'd had such a lovely time together you know it's a magical place and he, the last his famous last words I won't be long so we're sat in the bar and I can't remember the manager's name actually I won't name him because he gets in trouble but um, he'd said to Eddie oh there's a bar down the road would you like to come for a drink so Eddie went oh this is what Eddie said He's been so lovely to us this whole trip. It'd be rude for me not to go. 
right? <laughs> and he went, and I said to him, you can say no. I said, because he knows we're only here for like three days. He will fully understand if you say to him, because it was already by midnight at this point. I said, you'll fully understand if you just say that we're up early tomorrow to ski. We're going home as well tomorrow. Um, if it's all right with you, we won't come. We don't. We spent like three nights sitting talking to him in the bar. It's... Eddie was like, no, I can't. I just think it looks really rude, baby. Does don't look go. rude. He's been, he'd been on hand and foot bringing you drinks and food to your room. So the least I can do is say thank you and go out and have a, have a drink with him, right? Right, but this thanks. is meant to be our little trip. <laughs> so um, I get to bed and I'm thinking, I said to him, promise me you won't be long. He said, I will go for one. One drink. One night? No. No. He said, I'll go for one drink and then I'll promise you I will be back. And I went, and don't ruin the day tomorrow. It'd be awful. So I go to bed thinking, he's not back yet. It's like one o'clock in the morning. We're meant to be up at like Ooh, six. One o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but we're meant to be up at like six <laughs> to get up to do an early ski, to have breakfast and go out on the slopes because we were leaving that day, bearing in mind. So I'm there thinking he's not back. I sort of nod off for a little bit, wake up around about three o'clock to go for a wee, think he's not back. And we were supposed to be doing a diary piece for a magazine. That was what the whole reason we'd gone on this trip to review this resort. And so we had to do some little pieces to camera, as you know, Kate, you know when you go on these little press trips. And yeah. And so I had a bit of work to do and I needed Eddie to help me. So I was like, please don't come rolling back drunk because obviously I've got work to do and we wanted to have a nice last day. So it's like three o'clock in the morning, then it's like four o'clock in the morning. And then I just fell asleep and then I woke up. Actually, I think I remember you coming in and as I was actually getting ready for the day. <laughs> Absolutely shit-faced, right? <laughs> Tries to fuck me off with this whole story about um, he tried to leave the I bar. Try to leave. He tried, really and they wouldn't let him they go. They wouldn't let me go. They were all youngsters. <laughs> What's the oldest one there? Right. I couldn't get out. They wouldn't let him go. I said, who's they? You went off this one with this one manager guy. Who who who's they? He said Team Eddie. He that said <laughs> if they'd gone to some bar, I think in like Val d'Isere, wasn't that right? Um you went Val, somewhere, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then there was all these other young people that this manager of the hotel knew from all the other hotels, like all the swanky hotels like the W and all of that. They'd all gone to this bar. And he was like, They made me do shots. Right? They made me do shots. And I was like, the youngsters. Yeah, absolutely shit-faced, right? So I'm saying, you've got to yourself up. We've got to do these pictures. This is about the photo, right? Yeah, okay, I've got I'm to do... Get on with it. <laughs> I've got to do this piece to camera, and then um, and then we're travelling home. So that's that that picture. One of, That was one of the pictures that was featured in the magazine, and I had to write this whole nice article about how we had this lovely time, and that it's a, <laughs> it's a real family resort, and people should take their kids because it's just all for family, and it's lovely. It is. That's why I went to Bound to City, because it's full of nightclubs. <laughs> and we, did, the we had the worst <laughs> argument on the last day, and I don't, think we do, I don't think I spoke to you after that. And then this is the other thing. Oh, so then, wait. Stopped. You started this, Kate. Then we went that. for breakfast. <laughs> we went, I went to the breakfast room and saw the manager, who basically looked very sheepish at me and went, sorry, like that. And I was like, oh, it's fine. You know, thinking, not really that fine, because, you know, we've got loads to do today. And then he had this big cut across his nose, didn't he? Do you remember the yeah, cut he had? Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's happened to your nose? He said he was so hammered, yeah. he can't remember going back to his where he, his chalet, and he had a terrible fall and he can't remember any of it. And he turned around and said to me, I blame Eddie. And I said, why do you blame no. Eddie? And he went, he was the one suggesting we all get shots. No! 
Can I just say so busted from all the grief that I got on that day and yeah, I I did apologise. It was worth it because I had a blinding night. Oh, that makes sense. Can I just say, it ruined my trip. No, it didn't. It ruined my trip. It didn't. On the way home, flying home, I couldn't speak to him. So you go. Everything about him annoys me. But that's that picture's funny. So that's the picture. That's the picture that was in the magazine that made it look like we had this romantic trip to team. It did look like we had a romantic trip. All right, what's your next picture? Right, so the next one, you can do this one, Eddie, because oh, you God, can explain. No, no. What, what is it? Oh, the, right, okay. Right, so that's, I'll show you the picture. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's nice. You're on a night out. You're all so dressed up. So this is up. in Sardinia. So we, we was in, so we was in Sardinia. We was, we was lucky enough to, to, to go on a, um, to, to, for a charity event, and we were playing golf here. And um, so after the day's golf, they had the, like, the gala in the evening. So... Beauty, it was beautiful out there. The weather was gorgeous, and um, Denise was fantastic. We hadn't really been together that long either, had we? I no. think I'd only been going out with you for about that was the second year, so two years. Yeah, it was really like quite that. quite early on in a relationship, really. You know, when you just so you still liked so each other. So we still liked each other, yeah. And, we still <laughs> and it was again one of those sort of slightly special trips because we'd been invited to go on this, you know, to Sardinia to this amazing hotel, and it was quite a zhuzhi event. Yeah, so we're, so, we're glam, so we're all glammed up. So basically, that photograph was of, of us as you obviously go into the uh, into the venue itself. But just prior to when that photograph was taken, where we looked really glamorous and happy and looking forward to our night, was um, just before that we was walking down these <laughs> walking dances. I shouldn't laugh. So we're walking down the steps, and and everyone had sort of come out. There was a <laughs> swimming pool there. Everyone standing there having cocktails and. The sun was going down and the sea was coming. It was just gorgeous. And I just need to show you the shows so you can just understand what happened. Oh, God, right. You're in really yeah. high heels. Like super, so, super high so heels. Sardinia, Still. So Sardinia is really quite, it's quite hilly. And where we were um, in the hotel, so there's a lot of steps coming down. So, like, as a man, you put your arm out. They take your arm and you guide them down the steps. Them, you mean me? Yeah, I mean just like <laughs> I, I, no, I mean ladies in general. You guide your lady, not them. You guide them down you the steps. You know what I mean? I mean, you've been a gentleman. You guide a lady down the steps. Just let me finish the story. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we're walking down. Well, we've like literally. I was just to say nailed it, but she nearly nailed it. We literally got to the last step, and as she just took off a foot, I could just. I could just feel a go. I felt the quick turn of the ankle and it went oh. in sort of slow motion. I thought, oh no, please don't go. Please don't fall. And she, I could just see her just literally in my mind. It was slow motion and she just went, gosh. Practically face planted. <laughs> face planted straight on the front. But what you need oh. to know is as well is that the whole, everybody. Was staying, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, who was there, had been at the golf event. They were all standing in cocktails. And you watched each person come, come in. Down. Oh, so they're all staring oh, yeah. at you. So this is like Piers Brosnan. Oh. They had like loads of actors yeah. there. It was a, no. It's a big global event. Yeah. So she literally, so she just went, oh, <laughs> and it was just literally <laughs> through the sky and face planted. It was and so my, awkward. And obviously, as a gentleman, my first reaction was to laugh. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was to Right. But so, it was so awkward because people, nobody knew what to do. It wasn't like, you know, normally someone would come over and go, are you all right? It was just like they yeah. were all standing there just looking at me and it was like, oh. So, you know when you can feel them all going, oh, that poor girl, that poor woman. 
I've leant over to help her and she's gone, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And I'm like, babe, you've got to get up. And she went, you're making a scene. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not making a scene. You've just face planted it. You're the one that's made the scene, not me. I'm falling down the steps. So I'm trying to help her up and she's like, push me away because it was that awkward moment. And I just thought, oh, what do I do? I was thinking I could style it out. You know, when you just she's think I can she got yeah. up and she's had a massive cut on her knee. Like, all blood. All blood dripping down her knee. So we've had to literally do a 180. We've had to just walk away round the corner, <laughs> go and get herself, her mopping her knee and trying to make sure. And she had this beautiful cream dress on, as the, um, the uh, people are most probably going to see. But underneath, so basically as well. Like <laughs> I, so I had like a drippy, bloody knee underneath that. Uh, and we had to go for to go, we had to go <laughs> and, and my leg was killing me. You know when you think you've really injured yourself and you went, and then I had to yeah. walk. And the walk down to where the restaurant <laughs> was was really long and I was in agony and I was like walking thinking, oh, i just got to get there because I'm in so much pain. Talking like Long John Silver. Yeah. <laughs> this picture made all the press. This is why it's quite, for us, quite funny because... They were saying how glamorous we looked as a couple. And I just knew the reality. <laughs> After that photograph was taken, as we walked off, she split to the left, I split to the right, and we didn't speak each other the rest of the night. <laughs> That's brilliant. And what's your last right, one? Right, so the last one. Now, this is one, a typical one of not listening to your partner. Again, you know, I told you the things with Eddie is always... He is a right... You are right a lot of the time. I don't oh, like it. I don't like you're, it. You're recording this, right? Yes. We are there. It's, it's there. We've got a public record. No, it is really annoying. But we were on holiday and it was for New Year's Eve and we went to Spain. So there's the picture. Oh, that's a nice picture. Hugging. Yeah. It's a black and white shot. Really nice. You've got short hair then. You look really happy. Yeah, I was really happy. Where's that? Of course she was. She was with me. <laughs> so, yeah, that, so that was Spain. And this was three years ago now? Was it three uh, years yes, ago? Right, so New Year's years, Eve. Yeah. So I'm the queen of taking pictures when you go on holiday. And we always try to have a rule that when you're on holiday, we won't take pictures or post any pictures on social media. We just enjoy the holiday and do it when we get home. So this was Ed's thing. Right. When we went, he was like, we've again, we've come on a mini break. It was like four nights. He said, let's just enjoy being with our friends. Don't turn it into a photo shoot. That's what he always says to me. So New Year's Eve, we went out. I was there with my good friend Tamara, who you know very well. Both of them, Mark, her other half, and Eddie said, let's put phones away phones down and do don't turn it into a photo shoot tonight you can't know, be more clear than that can it you know not no, going you your request redoing it again because you think you look fat and all that thing you know what women do or <laughs> the light's not right or can we just go turn to this light because it makes me look younger so about that. so anyway i should have listened and i took a photo that was sort of quite early on in the evening, I think this photo was taken. It's about seven o'clock, so it was just warming up for the evening. We'd had a few drinks because things started earlier in Spain. And obviously bearing in mind that we were an hour ahead as well. So we were we were just having a few drinks, enjoying ourselves. There, there's a little dance floor where we go to. We were having a couple on the dance floor. There's a singer singing. I posted the photo. Sounds very romantic, yeah. isn't it? So Eddie said to me, yeah. not long afterwards, um, he caught me with my phone, told me off again, said, put your phone away. Again, I wasn't listening. I was like, sod you, I've had a couple of wines now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm going to do what I like. It's my New Year's Eve. She does that after one, not two. <laughs> and, I want to and I want to enjoy myself. Well, now you can tell Kate what happened when we got the phone call the next morning. Early hours, bearing in mind, we left the restaurant about, was it 3, 4 a.m., something like that? Yeah, something like that. It was yeah. late by the time we got back to our apartment. 
And I had a couple of missed calls on my phone from right. a number which was in Kent, which is where I used to live, that I could see the numbers. And I was like, that's really weird. But again, I had a few drinks. I'll just go to bed. I'll sleep on it. It can't be anything urgent. Then what happened? Well, I can't remember who was the actual person that ran It was my was cleaner. Who'd gone cleaner. Round yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd gone round to my house in Kent. We weren't living together at the time, by the way. It was my house. Was yeah. It was early in our relationship. So, yeah, she called. So, basically, the cleaner had been round there, and they'd, she'd, I can't remember, she'd seen that this, not, everything downstairs was fine, wasn't it? But then she went upstairs. Well, basically, she phoned me, and she said my house had been burgled. But she'd been in the house cleaning downstairs without going upstairs. She'd been in the house cleaning all downstairs, thinking it's fine. Spent, spent an, hour or so, no. an hour or so, a couple of hours downstairs. Then when she went upstairs... It, it was ransacked. Ab ...obliterated upstairs. Oh, yeah. no! Because so they'd only... They'd broken in through the top window because... in. Because of my alarm system. Because the alarm systems, and they, they, they normally do they that. They ransacked my house. downstairs. So and it was all, anyway, it all boiled down to when the police came, they turned around and said to me, would anybody have known that you were away? And I said, no. <laughs> oh, and that's me in the background going, please, get, please, me, sir, let me answer this one, please. Thank you. <laughs> me. You know what happened, the inevitable. They'd been looking on my Instagram, had seen that we'd been away, oh, no. and took the opportunity, knowing the house, had been watching it for a couple of days, and went in and robbed my house, and took loads of my stuff, ransacked the place. Um, and that was a lesson learned, basically, that don't post your pictures oh. when you're on holiday. Yeah, exactly. As he's been saying for oh, a long time. So that photograph with us being yes. very, very happy was... Uh, we yeah. were happy at the time, but it was just that... The art, the, you know, what was going on when that picture was being taken or what, just moments after that. Yeah, it worked out roughly around about that time, Yeah, didn't it? so they yeah. worked it out on the CCTV. Ah. CCTV was that time. And it was literally about, I posted the photo, I think at something like 7 o'clock and my house was raided at 7.30. Oh my God, Eddie, so you're so right. So right. So having learned that lesson, do you now listen to it? I Dan? do. When we're away, we never post anything. And it's a lesson for all people as well. And also another thing people need to know is that you're not covered on your house insurance if you're posting lots of pictures on yeah. social media when you're on No! Yeah. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, you're not covered. Is that true? Yeah, you're covered, yeah. yeah. Why? Because you're showing your house is vulnerable and empty. Yeah. So don't ever post on holiday. Bloody so hell. if you got burgled when you're on holiday, um, yeah, you, your house insurance wouldn't work. Not covered. Jeez, that's horrific. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. God, Eddie, you're so right. Yeah. So that's a lesson to everyone. I'm going to stop saying that now because it's going to be too Not painful for Denise to hear keep back. Saying it. I quite like it. <laughs> no, I don't. I really get told it. You so can it's say quite it nice, even if it's once more. Good. Just once more. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Your third question. What I want to know from you is a little potted history of your the highs and lows of your dating life. So I want your first date, your worst date, and your best date. It was okay. only one night. <laughs> <laughs> it was only one night. That's fact. What, what was it? Was yeah, it? It was our first date night. <laughs> what, is that your first worst? That's and... the first worst and best. <laughs> <laughs> right, so our first date was a blind date. So we were set up by mm. a friend um, and she told me about Eddie and said my her boyfriend had a friend who was working in the city that she thought I'd be well suited to. So I was well up for going on a blind date because I'm not one of those people that would ever do like the the, um, the apps or anything, you know, and all no. that. it's just not me. I'm a bit old school like that. And I trusted my friend and thought, right, why not? I'll go for this date. Then Eddie, over to you. <laughs> Why'd you pass it to me? Because well, you've got to explain your side of it. Yeah, my so well, my side he's pretty much pretty much the same. So a friend of mine basically turned around and said, I I um, I divorced from my from my ex for about three years. Um, he rang me up and I'd seen him for a couple of years. He said, Are you single? And I said, Always. <laughs> not now. No, not now. But um, yeah, so but, so I just he said, Look, I've got a friend at work that's in media. I'm gonna say, said my my girlfriend at that time has got a friend who works in media and she's divorced, she's got um, a daughter and she's looking to, to to go on a date with someone that's not in the industry. Would you like to go? And I said, absolutely. So we were going to go as a four ball to start with, but then they called me up a couple of days before. They couldn't make it. They couldn't make it. said, look, do you still want to go? I said, yes, fine. And What's her name? So they said, like, Denise. And um, so I didn't know until this point, but I was on the day, I said, look, can you send me through a photograph so I know that where I'm going to, I, I can spot her. So he sent a photograph of Denise. So I turned oh, excuse in. the dog. Excuse the dog. Where was I? Yeah, so the photograph. The picture. What oh, did you do when you got I the picture? Gone, oh, yeah, Denise, Denise ran out. So I just said, look, stop mucking about. Just send me through a photograph. And he came back and said, uh, jokes aside, I haven't got one. And I, and I basically said, look, if she's not very easy on the eye, it's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'm all about personality. <laughs> But jokes aside, I am also a bad personality, but I've landed on my feet because she's beautiful and she's funny, so it's... Oh, you so... <laughs> but do you know but, what? They but, did send me a picture but, of Eddie, and she's like, no, what I thought. As soon as I got the picture, I just thought, oh, he looks really old. <laughs> what? I did you? Yeah, that's the truth. When I first saw the picture of you, because you were really great, I just thought, oh, because I always see myself as still looking like 21. <laughs> In your head, you know when you think you still look all right and you don't see yourself aging? And I thought, oh, I look good for my age. And then they sent me a picture of you I'll, I'll with grey hair and I was like, he looks like an old man. Yeah, it's only because you like younger guys. No, I thought you looked a bit like Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> you cheap. No. Yeah. I did. 
So Ed, when you knew it was Denise, well, or did you not know? No, it was but I Denise? didn't. So this is the point. So I turned up at where we where we were meeting, and um, I wasn't a member of this place. It was so home. Oh, so house. house. So I wasn't, I wasn't a member because they don't let any riffraff in there. So um, I turned up, and then I said to the guy, I said, "I'm here. Um, I'm supposed to be here at eight thirty, and I was late. I was about half hour late due to work." And he said, um, he said, name, and then he's read out. He said, Den- he said, oh, Denise Van Outen. So I said, oh, has Adam put you up to this? I said, oh, I know Denise Van Outen. And he sort of looked at me. He said, have you got any identification? I'm like, what? So I've shown him, shown him some ID. Then he's come, gone upstairs, come back down and said, Miss Van Outen, I see you now. And I went, oh, will she now? Oh, will she? <laughs> Miss Van Outen, I see you now. I'm like, what am I going for an interview? <laughs> It's not amazing, isn't it, when you're on the dance? So, so I went upstairs, popped me around the corner, she looked at me, fell in love, and the rest is history. No, I didn't. I drank, <laughs> I drank about 22 margaritas, and then I fell Then in she love. fell in love. <laughs> so that's your first date. What about, what about your best date? Best date? I would say we went, again, this was quite early on in our relationship. We were very lucky to go to the Maldives on a really nice little yeah, trip. Yeah. And my friend, who's lovely had organised as a surprise for us, completely unknown to us, she'd organised for us to go and have dinner on a private island, just yeah, the two of us. That's going to be bad. Yeah. And oh, this is a this friend is, of mine... my favourite as well. ...who I've known for years, a lot, very, very long time, and she'd called the hotel, really sweet, and she just said, oh, can I do something nice for my friends? And she'd booked, like, they, this a guy who was like a, the butler, you know, and he took us out on a boat, and he left us there, and we stayed there for the whole night on a, de- a deserted island. Yeah, it took, about, it took about a half hour to get to this island from the island where we were on, so it weren't like literally you can see it, it was distance away. Yeah, and it was really small. You could walk around it, couldn't you, in like five, five minutes? Five, ten minutes it maximum. Was wow. Yeah, it was one hut. And you had the whole place to yourself for the whole night? Yeah, so they, they set up the food, like we cooked. sat down, we ate, they cooked for us, then they left on a boat and went back to the main island. Cooked all the food on the beach on a fire, fire barbecue, cooked all this whole food, it was amazing, and then left us there. And just left us there, and I completely stripped off naked, because yeah. I thought, I just want to run around the island and feel just, free. Just... He wouldn't, he kept his pants on. No, why did you do that? He kept going to me, I don't trust him. I just enjoy yourself, you know, you know just, I've, I I've said, let's be like hippies and just let it all hang out. And he was like, no, I, he said, I feel like they're watching us. I went, how can they see us? We're in the middle of the Indian Ocean on a tiny island. I, I did get my kit off after after some time. But for, to start with, I just thought, no, they're just moored up out. They're out no, he got, didn't. <laughs> when I say he took his kit off. binoculars or something. He really, took, they have to be really strong. Uh, when he eventually well. did take his pants off, he walked around. You know when men cut their no, balls? I didn't. You did. He was, it was covering his balls like so nobody could see him. And I was going, what are you doing? He was convinced we were being watched. So that, so we've got your best date, we've got your first date. What about the worst date? Um, oh, I don't. What, go oh. on, don't, what? Yeah, well. What? Oh, Not no. when I woke up with my shoes on. It, it, well, that wasn't, it was the best, but what, sort of, that was the funniest though, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's it was, a bit. Well, it's a bit. You can imagine. We went out and had this. We went out for a night. Where did we go? I don't know where we'd been. But we got absolutely out, obliterated. We got really, really drunk, and we. I think. Do you know what? We. I tell you what. We got drunk. We had an, an argument before we got back. We got back, and decided that we needed to make up. So we had a drink in the kitchen, and a little kitchen disco. We we like to have a party for two. We're quite good at entertaining each other on a night in. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We, we can just me and her have a little bit of a party, so which is good fun. So that's the last. <laughs> that's the last thing. So we've we gone out, had a, had a big argument, gone back, 
had a kitchen party and I was looking to make up from the argument from earlier. Yeah. But whoa, but we don't. We, but that's all we remember, that's right? The... So we remember getting back. We remember being in the kitchen. We, as far as we're concerned, we just went to bed like a nice normal <laughs> couple. So, <laughs> until we woke up. So I, literally, I just remember. You know what it's like. You, you just woke up when you wake up after a night out, and I just see. I've opened my eyes. And I'm like, literally, where am I? Oh, I'm here because it's in the, in the bedroom down in, in, in the, the flat. flat. It's really, really dark. So I'm just getting my bearings and I feel the duvet. Oh, I know, I know whose bed it is. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But then, but then <laughs> Denise has woke up and my head was pounding and she went, oh, my, oh, was God, I? my head. <laughs> Listen, stop it, stop it. Shush, I'm telling this story. So we were both lying there, literally for about five, ten minutes, feeling sorry for ourselves, going, oh, I need water, like literally get water. The next thing she went, <laughs> she went, she went, my, my, my feet, she went, my feet. I went, what's wrong? She went, my feet, they feel really, really tight. My feet feel tight. And I said, I said my head's hurting. No, she said, but no, they feel really tight. I pulled the covers back. She's got the highest of heels on. These shoes that she's wearing in bed, like... Do you remember, <laughs> remember the old oh. like, stripper shoes, those really high ones? Oh, yeah, with the really big from the 90s, heels. I've got a pair of them with a strap on. My right? favourites. So, literally, but I don't remember anything <laughs> from the night before, nothing. And I had a pair of fishnet stockings on. These are but I slept in my shoes. No, she still had the fishnet stockings on <laughs> and the shoes crunched and she hadn't worn them. <laughs> And she looked, they looked like her feet had been bound. They were in, I'm sure they were too. What's your, your shoes? Did nick her? We don't know what happened. Like a geisha. Like, like yeah. a geisha. Like a geisha. And she went <laughs> feet. And that's like, but the funny thing was, because we didn't know, and I pulled the sheets back, and I've tapped, she's still lying down. I've tapped her. She's lifted her head up. She's looked down the bed, and we have just gone. About we were literally pissing Kate, ourselves. Kate, I can't crying. remember anything from the night before. Nothing. And then there were just all things we... all over the room. Like, we, I don't yeah. know what we got up to, but we'd obviously had a good night. <laughs> and I, can't, and I can't remember nothing. I'm gutted. We've never been able to. You know, normally you get a flashback where you think, I can remember something or something triggers a memory from the night before when you've had a drink. Yeah, nothing. Remember, nothing. We just remember going to the kitchen, having another drink. We don't even know what time we went to bed. You, you haven't gone out in those shoes, no. no. These shoes just no. appeared. I just decided to dress up in all sorts and of all sorts. And all sorts. So you brought him back to your question. That is my worst date because I can't remember what most probably would have been my best night. <laughs> gutted. Fishnet stockings oh, and stripper shoes. I'm gutted. I'm so gutted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, both of you, thank you so much. You've been a vintage white wine question time. Oh, we've loved yeah, it. Yeah, we've enjoyed it. it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to the questions about all the ones from earlier. Now we're going to have a rare because of you. Well, you know, she has been cleaning the house. You won't find much of that while you've been Absolutely. cooking. Thanks, Kate. I've been doing her roots. Though. I've been doing her roots. Doing a great job on Instagram go. with the root heads. Seriously, there's there's a there's a second career calling if you need it. White Wine Question Time is produced by me, Kate Thornton, with Richard Hatherall for Yahoo UK. Editing is by Callum Goddard Mocklow. Our music is provided by Andy Bell, whose back catalogue is available on iTunes and Spotify. And you can catch us on social media or at Twitter and Instagram at WhiteWineQT. Don't forget, you can also enjoy us in the comfort of your own home. Just tell your smart speakers, OK Google or Alexa. 
take me to white wine question time. We'll be back next week with more great guests. Until then, stay safe and do as we do and always try to drink responsibly. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.